Hey, everybody. And tonight we are doing our first bonus episode. Uh, we had a little bit of extra time, a little bit of extra space, and we wanted to give you guys something. And it's really just to cut down on the talk of the upcoming Spider-Man movie, uh, because I know that there is a lot to talk about with the MCU. We did uh, Captain Marvel. We did uh, Avengers Endgame when that came out. So you can go back and listen to those. But we wanted to just kind of flesh out some of, you know, the talk on the other, what, 20 movies and uh, talk about some of like, which ones we've seen which ones we like what we don't like um mama k also saw the new uh, extended cut of endgame uh if you, if you can call it that yeah so she's going to talk a little bit about that what she saw in it if, what, whether or not it was worth uh, the readmittance and then we're going to talk briefly about what we think is going to be going on in the new spider-man far from home neither of us have seen it i don't know if you're spoiled at all yet mama k do you know anything for sure or do you have any theories on it no, I've been, I, you know, I avoid that kind of stuff. I really want to be surprised when I go. So it's pretty been pretty easy to steer clear for me. So that's not Yeah, bad. it hasn't been like Endgame where I'm like bobbing and weaving to try to avoid spoilers and everything. Right. But um, yeah. I should say, if you haven't seen any of the MCU movies and you want to see them, we'll, I'm sure we'll bring up plot points from all the other ones. It's kind of the purpose of this is to really talk about all the other stuff so that when we talk about Spider-Man, we can talk about Spider-Man and not the other 22 movies. Um. So if right. you haven't seen those, so hunker down and get through the first twenty-one movies. Yeah, Mama actually has a friend game. who has never seen any of the movies and watched all what twenty-one, twenty-two of them in a month. She had seen, she had only seen uh, both Guardians movies. So she, um, it's you know, she was a fan of Chris Pratt from when he was um, on. Oh my gosh, Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. That's yeah. The one. yeah, and. Yeah, so um, so she had seen Gar- both the Guardians movies, but hadn't seen any of the other movies. And uh, her, she and her husband wanted to go and and see this new Spider Man movie, but she wanted to be brought up to speed. And so she powered through in thirty days. She powered through uh, the whole MCU. That's which, insane. <laughs> yeah, I think it's completely. I mean, it's super admirable. I'm trying to figure out some sort of certificate to make up for her because it's pretty amazing. Um, and I'd like to get that signed by all the original Avengers, all six of them. So if anybody's listening and has any connections, hook me up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So 30 days, 21 movie, 22 movies. Cause, uh, we did just sit down yesterday to see Endgame when I went to the, the reboot, the re-release. And, um, it, it's pretty fun. I mean, it was pretty amazing to sit next to somebody who'd like had that lack of knowledge to begin with and then the dedication to just like sit down and do it. So. Um, yeah, I, I don't props, know anyone who would proud. be willing to to do that. That would be, I know, like because yeah. our, our other co-hosts have seen a handful to none of the MCU. I don't think Jess. Oh uh, no, that's not true. Jess saw Thor Ragnarok with me, um, but I think that's really about it. Like uh, we're the only co-hosts, and I guess so. We're yeah, we're gonna spoil some of the older movies. Might even spoil um, Spider Man by accident because uh, we'll be talking about <laughs> a little bit about it. So if you don't want to be spoiled on anything can skip this one come back after after uh far from home so okay all the uh, you're the biggest mcu fan i think it's fair to say on the show uh have you seen yeah. all 22 the and which ones are kind of the ones you like and the ones you don't like like the types of movies yeah so i have seen everything with the exception of uh the hulk and i know i've seen parts of that but I, i've never sat down to actually sit through that whole movie Hulk is kind of my least favorite of the original six Avengers. So um, 
And I remember I grew up with the Hulk TV series um, back in the the 70s. Uh, Yeah, that's about the only one I think I haven't seen. What I really like, you know, my my preferences are Earth. So I like the Mm Earth-based movies, the Captain America. Space (laughs) Space is tough for me. I I love space, like in real life. um, I like space. I like astronomy. I love looking at, you know, Orion and the Big Dipper. Uh, black holes, all of that. But when it comes to space on screen, I don't know. It's so big and flashy. I just immediately shut down. So, um, mm. but I've, I've done really well with these last few, you know, Avengers and, and movies because that's in space and I have to watch Thanos who's from space. Um, so, I mean, favorite wise, it's, it's the cap arc, uh, the Avengers also just because of, the the characters and the character development and how well they play together it's pretty it's pretty amazing how well these people portray these characters that really do embody these superheroes that you know most of them you would think they have no business being friends and there they are all together and you know being led by someone like Tony Stark who you know on the surface is always like out for himself and that kind of thing but he's it's and I mean I guess they're kind of led by Cap too in a different way but um, yeah, I think Cap's really the Cap's really the leader. Iron Man's just the most outspoken and gets a lot of screen time because he was the first and he's the biggest star. And yeah, I think they're leaders in different ways, though. I mean, Cap is definitely the tactical, strategic, uh, and he's more. I don't know. I, I he's kind of the heart, I guess. Even though that's not what people think of, because Tony, his passion is so out there, and you think, well, that's passionate, that's heartfelt. Uh, but he's also really smart, so he has all of that behind him. They're just, it's, yeah, by saying that, it's just a really good mix and melange of people, um, superheroes, or people that, you know, have superpowers, or, or can be Black Widow that doesn't have any superpower whatsoever, um, but still be a superhero. So those are the ones I, those are the ones I really like. Um, my yeah. favorite being Winter Soldier, Civil War, those two are my favorite. That first event. What about that first Avenger one with Captain America? I know I don't like I that love, one. <laughs> I love that too for what it is because it's totally, it's completely different than the rest. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's a throwback in style. It's very cartoony, old, you know, old school, and it's also set in such a different time frame um, than the rest of them. It's actually set in a solid time frame where you're like, you know what it is. Some of the, you know, when you get into the space movies, the guardian movies, the Thor movies, I have no sense of time. Like it, is this now? Could it possibly be now, even though it's on another planet or yeah, that I think kind of thing? I mean, for the most part, most of the space movies take place, you know, you know, the timeline there's a, they, they take place around the other movies. Like, it's not like they're years before or after with the exception, I guess, of captain Marvel. No, I know that in my head, but when you're watching it, it's so extra real, extra, you know, extra, extra, that it's like, uh, I can't, I have a hard time believing, I can't, I just can't, uh, yeah, you're right, I can't, like, I I can't be, like, okay, this is happening at the same time, and yet, wow, the Bifrost, that's awesome, you know, (laughs) we don't have anything like that here on Earth, so. No, we do not. (laughs) So it's cool. I mean, and there's a lot of different characters that I like from different movies. A lot of times I really like sidekick uh, type of characters. How do you, what's, what's your thought on that? So yeah, for the, for first of all, like the movies, I'm missing a couple. Uh, I have not seen Iron Man three. Uh, I have not seen the first two oh. Thors. 
Uh, well, I've seen parts of Iron Man 3, and it does not look good to me, so I never go back. Uh, uh, well, it's better than 2, so... I don't mind 2. 2's okay. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, I missed the first Ant-Man, and I missed, actually, Spider-Man Homecoming, which I will remedy, oh, I will okay. remedy that before we do our Far From Home review. I will see that before, so I'm at least, you know... So you- you are pen. probably not going to spoil Spider-Man, considering you haven't seen. Well, I've seen, I've so. seen him. I've seen him in, you know, Civil War, and I've seen him in in Endgame and Infinity War. So you know, right? Like okay. I, I know the character. Uh, I guess Spider-Man's right. never been that interesting a character to me, all the way back to Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man's. So I don't really. Right. Eh. Yeah, he's fine. I, I, I'm, 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 and I guess that's the thing. Before the MCU, really before the Christopher Nolan Batmans, but before uh, modern superhero movies, last 15 years, never liked superheroes, never liked the movies, thought it was silly and ridiculous, yeah. and it just didn't translate well. The Burton Batmans are okay, but like, eh, I mean. For what they are. Yeah, yeah, you have to really squint when you're looking at those. <laughs> They're not really actually good. Um I don't like the yeah, like I said, the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man's whatever. I love, I love, love, love the Nolan Batman's. Those are the best movie. Those are the best superhero movies to me, including the MCU. Uh, MCU is still very good, um, but I like the tone and the m- more realism. You're not going to get closer to reality than with the Christopher Nolan Batman's. They still bend it, but like you know everything. Oh, it's just no. That's just way too dark. Uh, I like, I like. They're, the they're tone. way too dark. When you say reality, I don't know that that's reality either. So no, Batman Begins and Dark Knight are the two best superhero movies, and then some of the ones in here are are, are up there. But like you know, those are the two best. They're... You mean like all the ones that are in the top ten grossing movies of all time? Those ones? Yeah, Black the Panther, ones that the the masses Avengers. just kind of mindlessly you know go to. <laughs> mindlessly watching Black Panther. I mean. Come on. Black Panther's all right. It's an okay movie. So, uh, so yeah, for the MCU movies, though, my favorite is Civil War. Uh, Civil War yeah. is the one that made me turn on, like, come around on the MCU, because I didn't, I didn't even care or think about it until Civil War. I saw a couple in theaters, like, just kind of, like, like osmosis. Like, I saw Iron Man 2 in theaters. I saw uh, the first Avengers, Marvel's The Avengers in theaters. Um most of the other ones, though, before Civil War, I caught up with, and then uh, I've, right. I've been I've seen pretty much all of them, save for a couple in theaters since Civil War. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think what else is up there though with me. Like Civil War for me is just far heads and shoulders the best one. Civil War is a great movie. It's got a great story. That's the thing about the the the, the ones that for me that are on Earth too, because I understand a little bit better, and they're they're all the story of them are. You can watch it. Anybody can walk into to Civil War. Well, it's pretty much Civil War, but anybody could walk into Winter Soldier and and know what that's about. It's an espionage movie. It's an old. It's a throwback to you know like a seventies old school Robert Redford film. Even though he's in this one, you know, it's like <laughs> you can kind of do that. My first, I mean, we saw Iron Man in the theaters, and I do remember when when we saw the first Iron Man that at the very end where he says, you know, the truth is. I am Iron Man. I I got chills, but it didn't. I was like, okay, that was great. I loved that. And then and then Iron Man two killed it for me. And honestly, it was just like, I don't ever need to see one of these again because killed it in a bad heck, way. Whiplash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Old school killed it. Not regular. Not now killed it. It was like Mickey Rourke. No, as Whiplash. Please no. And <laughs> yeah, I kind of like just that. everything. <laughs> Whiplash kind of cool. <laughs> 
No, oh, that was. But he's fighting awful. the the race cars. It's kind of cool. I was just gonna say the race car driving. Everything about that was just so weird. <laughs> like and you know, I I have a second movie issue anyway. It's always like that sophomore slump for me, with the exception of Empire Strikes Back. I was Bad. say Empire. You love um, everything else. Every yeah. other two, I don't think. I I I don't think you have ever Most liked everything. a two more, or even a three. You're always about the original. I'm always about the original, but I do let no. I'm. But that's not true in Star Wars, but that's a totally different conversation. But because two and three are the best in Star Wars. Uh, um, you mean you mean five and six? I mean five and six, yeah. I'm <laughs> I know to, you're yes. old, but that's how it is now. <laughs> you know what? Counting still works the same way. <laughs> you so. mean the second and third release-wise, not The second not and third wise. Star Wars movies, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not whatever that stuff was with Hayden Christensen. So, so that... That kind of put, pushed me back. And then the next movie that I remember, I know we saw Iron Man the 3 in the theater and I didn't really think about it much. But when I saw Civil War, that was the first movie that I saw twice in the theater. And I think I must have seen it one time, maybe with Daddy. And first MCU time, but... movie you ever seen twice in the theater or any movie? Yeah. Any movie? Um, maybe any movie. What? Yeah, I mean, movies are not, you know, not cheap. And by the time... We have money to spend on stuff. We had kids, and then we spent that money on you guys. So, um, yeah, I don't remember going to a movie a second time. That's crazy. I, I, think, I, I think I watched Force Awakens seven or eight times in theaters. And that was before MoviePass or, or the subscription services. I paid for that. <laughs> well, I paid for every one of these Endgames, so let's be clear about That's that. True. You're what welcome. You four Endgame times? Is that... Uh, four Endgames, twice in, in the... Uh, in IMAX, so that was an extra, you know, six or seven bucks or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, you you're li- welcome. You live far Russo away Brothers. from uh, anywhere that has subscription services because <laughs> you live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I do. I'd have to go to Boston, so which you know I do, but that would be strange to be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get up wor- work early because I gotta go to the movies in Boston tonight. <laughs> so eh, not that um, weird. So, yeah, so I didn't know at that point that that's what was happening is that I was slowly starting to be like, what? I like this. And now I need to go back and and binge on everything else because that's how my personality works. So that's that's what happened. And then that was it. I needed to know everything. I needed to be involved. I don't know anything about the comics or, you know, just little bits and pieces that you hear Mm-hmm. here and there when you're on the internet but and then i got totally in and then these last few years have been you know kind of crazy with everything that's come out and captain marvel and black panther which was amazing so that's kind of that's my whole that's my whole <laughs> spiel about how i joined the mcu and how how it got me how it hooked me it hooked me on civil war yeah it hooked you with cap with cap <laughs> but i uh... with cap but i also just like the you know the back and forth between you know he and Tony. That's a good. I like that kind of thing. So hmm. I like conflict with friends. <laughs> Do you? So I guess talking more. You, I mean, you're a Cap fan. What are some of I guess your favorite characters in the MCU? Side characters included, and then uh, and then some of your you know least favorite. Um... Well, I mean, I can think of like a a least favorite movie that has one of my favorite characters in it. So Thor: Dark World. I think that's universally one of the least favorite movies in the MCU. Yeah, I love Thor, but um, I've never gone back because I heard I heard it's those t- those two are not good, or especially the second yeah. one. Yeah, so Darcy, the character from Thor, is one of my favorite characters. I like I like her spunkiness. I like is that Cat Dennings' um, character? It is Cat Dennings' character, and huh. I think part of it is because she plays off Natalie Portman's character, which I you know 
that was the plainest Jane that you could ever Jane. So, Mm. um, yeah, I never bought her and Thor together. I kind of wanted like him to push her aside and be with Darcy. So, um, yeah, so I like her. Um, I really like, I like Cap's sidekicks. So whether it's Sam or Bucky, I'm a big Bucky fan, but, um, whether it's Sam or Bucky, I like both of them. You know, we both really, Bucky. Well, what's, what is the Bucky hate from? Yeah, it's just get rid of him. I don't need that. No, he's Steve's first friend. He's like he was. He, that's he makes, important. He makes Steve do dumb things all day long. <laughs> if, if, if Bucky no, weren't he there, doesn't make Steve. Yes, he does. He doesn't make Steve do anything. Steve does it himself. I mean, people think of you know Skinny Steve is like oh Skinny Steve he's so weak and all this stuff. No, Skinny Steve was like an asshole basically. He was like he was always picking fights where Bucky had to save him. So it's not Bucky that's making Steve do these things. It's Steve. So <laughs> Bucky just happened to be there. He's actually you know he's a casualty. Most of the time, he's always following Steve. Yeah, he's always following Steve into the fight and getting, you know, getting wrecked. So, I guess his character um, just doesn't do anything for me. And, you know, when he's around, I'd rather him not be around. It's the reason I don't love Winter Soldier. Everyone loves Winter Soldier, says so it's in their top three or whatever. It's, I mean, it's, it's good. It's fine. I don't know. I feel like I say like that about five lines in it. You know, he doesn't even speak. I don't know how you can have such well, an he issue. He isn't with him. the titular Winter Soldier. I mean, like, he, he's in it. I mean, he does. Maybe he doesn't speak, but he's he's the force in there. He moves the plot other than, you know, uh, uh, Redford's character. Yeah, but he's, I mean, I don't know. You usually like a good villain, and he's definitely a villain in that movie. He's not, you know. He's like the mindless an muscle ant- in the movie, though. He's not like a like a fledged, or like, he's not a Thanos villain where he's, like, fledged out. And, or even a Loki, like, uh, and I guess those are the two people point to as, as fleshed, fleshed out good villains. But, yeah. Whiplash. Whiplash is just funny to me. <laughs> it's funny that Mickey Rourke is like like an ele- a, like electrocuting uh, fake Iron Man who like who like slashes cars in half. It's funny to me. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, those movies are such stepping stones. You know what I mean? They were getting <laughs> like, their footing to, get to where we are. They were getting their footing in the that for in Phase One. Yeah. Um. So I like that. I like sidekicks. I really like in Winter Soldier. The best some of the best part is we do get to meet Sam and we get a little bit of his life and now that he's picked up the shield or he was given the shield by cap to be the new captain america i think that's pretty that's pretty cool i think the next part is gonna be really interesting with uh mackie as as cap so who do you uh who do you not like then i guess yeah so jane <laughs> <laughs> i like natalie portman I, in a lot of things she doesn't people don't like her I haven't, not, I haven't seen those fair but yeah i like her in black swan and the professional and Everything else is like. Well, you haven't seen Annihilation, can... first of all, a movie I talk about constantly because it's. Ex- I watched it last yeah, night. It's excellent. It's so good. And I'm probably not going to see it. Box but... Lux. That's on on Hulu now. It's a new one. The okay. movie's okay. It's I don't. Just good. You don't need to sell me on this. Um, you have to be sold. And who? What other character do I not like? I mean, I, I don't like Thanos, but I'm not supposed to like Thanos. I don't like any. You of are supposed crew. to like Thanos. Like... Thanos is a very sympathetic villain. At least in, in Infinity War. In Endgame, he's a little messed up, but... No. Not messed up like crazy, messed up like they messed his character up. But Infinity War, yeah, he's the hero... Infinity... It's Thanos. It's uh, Thanos Infinity War, not Avengers Infinity War. He's the good guy. You're so wrong. Thanos but, is okay. very sympathetic. No. <laughs> Only if you're a little bit, like, sideways, I think. 
I understand. I hear so many people talk about how he actually, you know, there's a whole subreddit. It's like 600,000 people on it. Uh, Thanos did nothing wrong. It's all about how Thanos is the good guy. Okay. All you have to say is there's a subreddit, and then you know that you're talking about people that are like. I'm on Reddit all the time. Reddit's a great community. (laughs) It's a little, dude, it's a little bit removed from reality. Like a lot. Anyway, I hear people talk about Thanos as as a, as, a, as a good guy, as a as, well, as a misunderstood is, hero. Well, when you go, you know, you're watching Endgame, right? And they do the part where it's five years later, and they show Nat and Steve, um, Nat or Steve comes to see Nat at the Avengers facility, and he's yeah. like, you know, I just saw a pod of whales, and you're like, okay, Steve, come on, you can't buy the whole Thanos. Maybe he wasn't entirely wrong because that's what you're selling right there. That's not okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so what other characters do I not like? It would have taken a few more years, that, but he would have eventually restored balance. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know. What other characters don't I like? You you know you me when don't we talk like about any this. villains typically at all. Like you can't even really like. I, I mean, I guess I don't. I mean, there's a Loki. There's a little bit of Loki love that goes on though because I think that he is he is a tortured. He's a tortured soul, and I think he's a villain by default because of how he how he was how he came about to be, and how he came about to be a you know Thor's brother. And um, so, I mean, there's there's some of that. The fact that he has to die so often is kind of a bummer. Makes him a little more sympathetic to me. Um, Doctor Strange dies the record for most most deaths. Doctor Strange does. Doctor Strange does because he's splintered into all those characters when Thanos killed him. Or... No, Dormammu and Doctor Strange. Oh. Yeah, I don't consider those all him, though. It is. He goes, he's like, I'm going to bargain, and then he kills him, and then he comes back out, and he kills him. That's way more than when he, he splits the... himself with Thanos. That's it's, He's way more killing himself in the Dormammu one. And maybe he saw himself killed all those times in the, you know, however many, seven million, you know. Yeah, that's a little wonky. I don't know. About, I, I, you know, there, there's all those things, and only one wins, but none of them involve Chris Pratt not attacking Thanos when they're about to pull the glove off. Like, none of them involve that. <laughs> every time you're watching or that. Or Thor time, aims like... slightly higher. Like, there's not one universe where he he aimed a little higher. Like Thor... He gets it just, yeah. Yeah, there's just. Yeah, where he gets it just right. <laughs> I don't understand. I know. It's it's wonky. It's it's, um, it's something you have to look past to to yeah. know, enjoy the ride kind of thing. Um, and I also, you know, I'm a fan of Baby Groot. Yeah, the Guardians. We haven't talked about them much. I don't. I, yeah. I don't love the Guardians movies. I, it, they're fine. And I say this about. They're fine. I feel like I say this about almost every MCU movie except for. And I haven't talked about it. I love uh, um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok's awesome. I love Ragnarok. Ragnarok and, is yes. Yeah, Civil War yes. and Ragnarok are act two movies that I've seen multiple times and really enjoy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, and that's the thing is all the other ones, I just say, yeah, it's fine. It's good. I you can watch it. That's why I think about the guardians movies. Like people really love those. And the, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if I don't like Chris. <laughs> I think it's cause I don't like Chris Pratt as a, as this guy. Like really? In general, you don't like, Oh no, as, as no. Star-Lord? I like him in his parks days. I miss him being, being like, Pat Pratt. yeah, schlubby, schlubby, uh, funny guy. I don't, I don't like it. And I think of him in uh, the, with the Jurassic Park movies, the new ones. I don't like him there either. Like, I don't like when he's trying to be <laughs> young Harrison Ford almost. I don't like, like, it doesn't work for me. I don't buy it, I guess. Um, Zoe, Sal- yeah. Zoe Saldana's fine. Um, you know, 
the other three get their comedic bits. Um, I don't care. I don't care for Groot. Groot's whatever. Uh, Rocket's the best, I think. Rocket's really good. Rocket's great. Jax has some yeah. good lines. I do like um, Feelings Girl in the second one. Uh, <laughs> she's she's good. I like her and Drax's <laughs> relationship. Yeah, Mantis. Feel- I call her Feelings yeah, Girl. Yeah, I do too. Uh, her, okay. her and uh, Drax, I like their little thing. Um, yeah. Ego's cool. I like Ego and Guardians too. Um, but... The Guardians, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I don't, they don't quite do it enough for me. I don't know. What do you think? Because it's a space movie, so you have to suspend your suspend your belief. Yeah, I don't know. I really have to see Guardians 2 again because literally I slept through 80% of that. Um, I kept waking up and it was just basically Kurt Russell dresses God. And I was like, this. I felt like I was watching the Moses movie you know, in the middle. I'm like, what is happening? Um, I mean, I kind of get it. They, they, they have some fun stuff. I mean... But it's it feels disconnected to me. It doesn't feel as um, I don't know. Maybe it's too comedic, and sometimes that's when you know. But so is Ragnarok, and that's brilliant. I, I don't know. I don't know what it Ragnarok's is. Ragnarok's I mean, incredible. Have, Ragnarok's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I mean, you just kind of stick him in something though, and it's just it makes it magic. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, he's just doing his <laughs> shtick, but I it, I like it a lot. Like it fits for me. That yeah. whole trash planet middle is incredible. Yeah. my st- favorite stuff in like the MCU. It's so funny. Right. <laughs> and the end, the little end, uh, is it the post credit scene? I don't know if it's post credit scene or, but where he's um, you know, trying to say, oh, we won. It's a, it's a, it's a, it was a it was you a tie. Know. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was, was a tie. That was yeah, the post post credit so great. scene. Yeah, but yeah, it's the movie that made me care about Thor. And I've never seen, you know, the first two Thors, obviously, but I saw them in all the other Avengers movies, but I never really thought much of them. And, you know, that's that that yeah. turned it all around. Taika Waititi, that's the director. Well, yeah. I know. I think Thor changed when uh, Age of Ultron a little bit. He became less serious Thor and more a little fun Thor. I mean, he wasn't, uh, you know, the big Thorbowski like he was in Endgame. Oh, the big but Thorbowski. He was... <laughs> That was the best thing for my friend who has, who powered through everything. She um, Thor's her favorite, and so it was so hard over the last month to not talk about the big Thorbowski. And many times I caught myself saying, getting ready to say something, and like mm, you don't know the story yet. And so I was concerned that she was not gonna like that Thor. Did but she? Yeah, she does. She likes apparently you know all forms of Thor. She's She's a Thor fan, like I'm a Cap fan. So hmm, interesting. Um, I didn't know there were Thor fans. I didn't know there were like hardcore Thor fans before Ragnarok. I guess. Yeah, Ragnarok was so good though, and that just that changed it all around. I didn't even mind having to watch Hulk in that because uh, they played together really well, and that's part of the that's part of the greatness I think of this is that this is you know when you're watching these movies, you're supposed to be taking all of the, these things so seriously because it's all into the world stuff, into the universe stuff, pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yet the the comedic lines that are there are rarely forced. They all seem really organic. And, you know, I don't know. I like my heroes not to be so super serious that they can't have a, a line. I mean, they even, you know, let Cap do some humory stuff, and especially in this, the endgame piece. But even before that, he would have little plays between he and Thor or between, you know, him and Hulk. And I just, that's part of what makes it so great for me is that you add the human element to these superheroes, you know. And the humor is the part that I feel makes them really human. I like Cap and Ultron. You like Cap and Language. Ultron? It's a good Cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ultron a lot. I, yeah, I guess considering... Like after, I guess after Civil War and Ragnarok, Ultron's probably my next favorite. And no one likes Ultron. I love Ultron. It's a fun movie. Ultron's a great villain. It's You know, 
Ultron has been growing on me. It's really hard because I find James Bader super creepy. So well, that's why he's a good he's Ultron. Perfect. He's perfect. <laughs> I know he's perfect as Ultron. And so I think that after I saw that the first time, I had nightmares about Ultron, like the the being of Ultron, and the fact that Ultron births, you know, Vision, vision yeah. and that really, yeah, that really moves the the whole MCU forward more. I guess more than you think it's going to. And then I, I just I'm amazed by. I don't know whether all of this is a, an amazing, you know, happy circumstances that worked out really well or whether, you know, this has been planned for so many years because things just fit. I mean, there are things that don't fit. There's some time issues and um, little things that don't fit, but there's also really big things that fit. But then there's also little tiny things that fit for people that are super fans. And um, that's just what kind of makes it really cool ready for it to pass um the you know the avatars Ugh, avatar. um, i have no idea why that top, would be so top popular grossing. well it's basically the ride at disney world i think that's what well no it broke it, it broke box office records and it still holds the top why <laughs> i know why? it's it's a and i don't know i <laughs> i don't get I, it I, i've never seen the whole movie i've never seen it all the way through i mean i have one time but i don't remember it because i'm sure i slept and then I, I don't get it either I just all I can think of when you say Avatar is I think blue people. Yeah, I mean I guess that's whatever. It's because people think the world is so beautiful and like it's just it's just <laughs> it's just cartoon. Like who cares? Like it's just CGI planet. Like I've seen. I just feel like I've se- I saw even before that I saw things that were just as cool looking. Like I didn't I didn't feel like it was so special because the story. Let me tell you the story. The characters not special at all. Very conventional. Yeah. Very boring. Uh, super unrelatable yeah every character is stock and oh the, the oh the, the the mineral we need to obtain it's hard to obtain it's it's unobtainium it's fucking i hate it it's stupid <laughs> and, and that's the number one grossing movie vibranium. of all time it's so dumb i don't like avatar um it's fine but it should not be the best <laughs> movie all time is it just because it was like in that that time frame where james cameron was like you know the king you know what i mean well, he did titanic too i mean he's is... kind of always made well i giant, know awesome blockbuster movies that are that's fine. what i'm saying though i mean was it was that part of it is because you know you come off something like the titanic where everybody it was 10 years after was... though 12 years after titanic i mean it was what 2009 maybe Yeah, but i felt like he was making that movie forever like i don't know how long they were that movie was being made. Did people like, like track that? I, d- I didn't even realize it was a whole thing. I, I, I guess I never paid attention to the product, the pre-production of Avatar, but well, yeah, well, before it came out, you know, it was just like this huge, massive, you know, anticipation for it. And now we we're kind of used to that now. Cause now you can go into a theater and you'll see previews and it'll be, you know, February and they'll be like coming summer 2020. And you're all like, what? I mean, how do you know? It's still barely in production. Yeah, it's usually the usually it's so, the big, yeah, really big movies. They'll they'll put stuff out ahead of time, and then they'll take it out, and then they'll put it back in as it gets closer. Or like, yeah, yeah, that's just not something that was that's always been done. That's something that's you know like in the last ten years or something like that. You can get something in June for coming this Christmas, and everybody in the theater are like, "Oh my God, why are we till Christmas? Why are we seeing this now?" <laughs> kind of thing. So it's just yeah, it's it's just it's a more normal thing now. It's not something that used to happen hmm. a lot i mean you know growing up we didn't have previews we had cartoons right before movies which was also pretty cool and in, in the, probably in the minority but i actually like previews yeah. they're fun i love people previews. are like they're gonna spoil it i'm like nah it's fine <laughs> just, just although the previews it. now sometimes well some movies you do know the whole movie if you watch the preview well, yeah then so. i know not to watch that movie 
<laughs> it's particularly prevalent in comedies or rom-coms you know if you see yeah. one of those you're like oh, the genre i, I typically don't here. you know wade into very often so <laughs> well we're gonna have to i mean i don't know at some point we're gonna get just the three of us girls doing one of these yeah you guys can do something uh, that i have no interest podcasts. in but uh yeah you guys also yeah. have very different tastes though like it can't be a horror movie can't be an action right. or movie um you you don't why can't it be an action movie just 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 can't action? do action oh okay it can't right. be a period piece uh just can't do that um <laughs> it can't be sci-fi because of you they nicole and jess would have both do a sci-fi movie but it sounds like you can't do that uh... it has to be a really down the middle dumb comedy that you guys all agree on kind of thing <laughs> that's really it like i can't really think of much other okay. crossover for you guys <laughs> Okay, well, we can do that. And we can do like the next. We're going off the rails now. Girls, trip I'm going to bring it back to to MCU stuff. Okay. So, uh, and I mean, we're, let's move on now. I guess to you saw the newest uh, Endgame cut, or can you even call it a cut? Yes. To talk about you know what they added, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, it's not when I when I heard it was coming out, I was excited because they're like deleted scenes and this kind of thing, and I thought, wow, they're going to really push something into the film that they didn't have before, maybe a longer version of it, maybe a director's cut kind of thing. Uh, but it wasn't that. I mean, it was it was the movie. And then at the end, there was a, um, a deleted... That, well, there was a really nice tribute to Stan Lee, uh, which got me crying number seven. I cried seven times yesterday. That was number wow. seven. I know, and it's different. It's not always different. This, the points aren't always different every time, but this time there were a couple points where I didn't before and i did this time um the stanley thing was all my tears are forever <laughs> you are in a party of one for that i mean if there's anybody out there that feels the same way please contact brennan he he would like he would like a friend um I love <laughs> well there's nothing not to love about Fabro. he's your favorite character yeah. Um, He's the best character. So <laughs> there was that, and then there was a deleted Hulk scene, which was you know not very fleshed out um, because you know you don't want to spend time on something that's not going to wind up in the in the end end cut. Um, but it was you know I didn't particularly care for Hulk. There were parts of Hulk that I liked in this in Endgame, and then parts that I didn't like. You know when they were in the the diner scene, and he was sort of like a. I felt like he was sort of a an influencer on Instagram now. You know, he's got these, yeah. you know, go for Hulk and go green and all this kind of stuff. Hulk and, and so the, yeah, it was like, oh, geez, no, no. I kind of like it. Um, and then that's, that's what this cut scene was too. He was helping, there was a fire in a building and he came to rescue some people. And uh, at the end, he his phone rings and he says go for hulk and i'm like oh my god there's not a douchier thing that you can imagine hulk saying ever <laughs> go for um, hulk. and it was yeah go for hulk and it was it was steve on the phone so i see you know they were gonna you know this was where they were gonna get together and all of that but um i was like that was a great cut out of this movie because completely unnecessary and also irritating for me so there was that. There was a message from one of the Russo brothers. I don't really know which one's which. And just about, you know, thanking people for um, being fans of the MCU and for staying for the very, very end. Because there were still people that left at the end of the movie, like when Peggy and Steve are dancing. And I'm like, what is happening? Maybe <laughs> they've already know. seen what? the extra cut as well. And they're just going to see the movie again. <laughs> well, these were like little families and the guy next to me who I kind of thought was, you know, like an MCU nerd. And maybe he had seen it already. I don't know. That's well, the families probably just don't even um, care or think about like none of them are probably hardcore MCU. They're just like, Oh, this will be a fun movie to take the family to, you know? Yeah. I just feel like any, even if it's not an MCU movie, 
you stay till the end end these days because you just never know. You never know when something, yeah, you know, I, you stay to the end of Toy Story. I typically don't. Stay to the end of I typically everything. don't unless you tell me to. I mean, Toy Story, I stayed to the end because you told me to, but like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a, eh, if it's post-credit scene, I'll read about it later. I don't need to see it. I don't want to, I don't want to watch any credits. <laughs> well, then they had one last post-credit scene, which was um, a little piece um, for uh, the Spider-Man film Far From Home, and it was it it was like half of some felt like half of something I've already seen. You know how sometimes you'll see something and you're like, oh, I already seen part of this, but I didn't see this part of it before. Um, where Director Fury and Maria Hill are driving a car through Mexico, um, this like completely shattered town in Mexico, and they meet up with the Jake Gyllenhaal character that's in Spider Man, and that's pretty much it. So yeah, um, I guess for Spider-Man Far From Home then, what do you, I mean, you've seen the two trailers I'm guessing, and that's, is that about it as far as what you know about it? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know anything beyond that. I don't watch anything with Tom Holland ever because he's notorious for having loose lips between him and Mark Ruffalo. You know, they kind of give away everything. Although they did really good with Endgame, but uh, they're the ones that are most likely to, to say something that you're going to find out you know a spoiler with so i haven't really i've i've been avoiding any of that do you have any guesses on so yeah i mean if you i mean if you've seen the trailers you see there's like yeah. he's going on vacation spider-man's going on vacation nick fury's trying to contact him to for something uh, about you know the fallout basically <laughs> of endgame uh then you've got big typhoon rock monster destroying things um and then you've yeah. got jake Hall's new character uh, who is Mysterio, yeah. Quentin Beck, uh, who is a Spider-Man villain and sometimes hero, um, kind of a kind of right. an in between, like, kind of a Catwoman kind of thing, where he's like, you know, did, right. he, could, he could be a villain or a hero depending on how they use him. Um, I have right. a feeling he'll probably be used that way in the movie. You know, you don't really know what his what his goal is, who's who's yeah, side but maybe really till the on. end. And I I think he's going to wind up being a villain. I think so probably that's the only. That's what, uh, that's the that's the gist that I get from him. But also, that's like kind of the obvious um, thing to do. MCU doesn't always do the obvious thing because they know that the, they they know the nerds know the backstories on everyone. So right. you know. Well, my newest thing is the MCU just lies to you. I mean, that's that's basically it. When you go and see previews or premiere or um, when you have the previews that you're watching, sometimes there are things that are in the preview that never show up in the final film. It's also so true. You're yeah. taken down. Yeah, you know, yeah. They take you down ancillary roads all the time. So I mean, the fact if they show up in London, I'll be like, there you go. At least you told the truth on that. So um, I think anything, anything can go. I'm really, I'm happy to see Peter Parker again. I really like this iteration of Spider-Man. Uh, Is he your I favorite him... uh, Spider-Man and Peter Parker, you think? Oh, yeah. He's by far. I mean, I don't really know Spider-Man well. And the thing is, is I always consider, you know, growing up, I guess, uh, I, I didn't know, I didn't really read comics except for, you know, Archie and Casper. But knowing Spider-Man existed and Batman and Superman existed, I assumed all of those people existed in the same thing. Like, they were all part of one uh, thing. How wrong you that. were. <laughs> I So wrong. But because Spider-Man... Because Spider-Man seems so much like Batman. Like, you know, Batman's in the city. Spider-Man's in the city. <laughs> they basically are just guys that go around doing nice things for people. That was you your know, concept that, that of was superheroes before the yeah, superhero renaissance. Friendly neighborhood Batman. <laughs> friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You know, same thing. Um, and so those other Spider-Man really kind friendly. of... <laughs> 
he can be. No, he's very prickly. <laughs> I mean, unless you're looking at Adam West Batman, I don't think he's very friendly. <laughs> that was my dude. That was my first Batman. So everything compares to Adam Adam West Batman. You can't compare it. That's like, you know, that's, that's, Alfred the like Butler. Scooby Doo. Like <laughs> Scooby Doo's the best. I mean, all of that. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I have a whole different background that can't be ignored when when we talk about these things. So I always think of Spider Man like that. This Spider Man. I love him because he fits into the MCU. He fits. He's another. He's a character. He's a piece that we missed. You know. I mean, I always feel like there's this puzzle and it hasn't. It's not complete yet. And he's just another one of those pieces that just smoothly kind of fits in. And uh, I don't. I'm really curious to see how he, how he, how much Nick Fury and he have you know going on. Uh, I like how Nick Fury is always interwoven into all of these things because he's, I mean, sure, he's he's a good guy, but is he always a good guy? I mean, he was part of Project Insight, and that was not a good thing. Uh, that was like pre-Thanos. They're going to turn Nick Fury? Oh, I don't know if they're going to, but I think there's always that thought in my head is that he could be, you know, I don't trust him. You know, like, I don't trust the Russo brothers. I also don't trust him. So <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. I just, I don't know how much he's going to play into it. I think it's going to be probably more the relationship between uh, Mysterio, Peter. Um, and I like to see Peter in his natural habitat. I like to see him hanging out with his friends. That's when the best. I guess that's you know, like the one thing uh, I don't really know about Spider-Man. Cause you know, I know him from the other movies, but I didn't see that first one. I'm, I'm going to go see it. Uh, homecoming. But um, yeah, I don't really, yeah. I, I mean his friend, the other friend, especially that one friend with the glasses, uh, like they're, they're in, brief moments of the other ones but I, I you know i don't really know anything about his his relationship with all of them yeah well i mean he has he has friends i mean he's not he's not quite the i feel like spider-man before was always kind of a loner yeah kid, he had, like, and that feels like that happens a lot yeah. i feel like that happens a lot with like superhero kind of people they have one really good friend you know there's like i don't know they're super codependent or something but um, he's got a little group of friends and they obviously up until now don't know his what he does, except for I think his good friend does the uh, the one sidekick, but they don't know that he's Spider-Man. And I don't know if they're going to find out this time. And I want to know where they fit in, because are they now in college or that was one of my big things with Endgame is like they all, you know, he went back and and saw his buddy. And I was like, are they still in high school or is that supposed to be college? It's another or, wonky time thing. Did the whole school disappear right. for five years or what happened? <laughs> like, right. Everybody or are they did. mixed together now. All... Maybe they'll address that in this one. Who knows? Well, yeah, there's there's that there's a big problematic issue with that five year situation, because there were things that happened in that five years that. You know, people, relationships ended, other relationships began, children were born, people died, you know, and now all of a sudden these people come back from the dust and they're not any different than they were before, but they're coming back to a completely different world, you know, so it's a, it's a weird thing when you start to think about that piece of it, you know, how, how does that I mean, it's getting good reviews right now, so I'm guessing they, you know, either, they must address it to somewhat of a degree and mostly in a satisfying way, I guess. Um, I'm yeah. I'm really pumped for Mysterio. I think he looks pretty sweet. I like Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. Yeah, uh, his fucking green too. glow hands look sweet. I'm in, I'm in. I'm I'm totally I'm totally about it. Um, <laughs> the the green hands did it for you. Yeah, and he's like, I love that first trailer where he shows up in a cloud of dust, and it's Jake Gyllenhaal, and he's like, you don't want any part of this, and then he's like blasting with his green hands, and he's got that big globe helmet thing. Looks sweet. I like it. I like his look. <laughs> I think he looks like a, uh, I don't know, like a space gladiator or something. I don't know. Uh, I think it looks, looks pretty, pretty fun. I, I, I don't know I about that. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I don't know what that, that thing, that rock, water, 
gremlin giant titan thing like destroying the city is i don't know yeah. that's probably just a i don't really know what that's gonna be but yeah i'm uh well you know those things always have to look ugly i'm so. excited for this one i think it'll be a good one um yeah and Me too. yeah so at the end of spider-man i don't know if you know this i do you know do a little bit of combing through uh the internet and at the end of of the Spider-Man Far From Home uh, will be the 3,000th minute of the MCU up until this point. Um, hmm. Just another way that love you 3,000. Uh, that'll be a, a thing, probably. I don't think, that, I don't know if they're going to say anything, but it's, that's what happens is when you go to the minute, if you add up all the minutes for all the MCU movies, they equal, and counting, counting Far From Home, they equal 3,000. Hmm. So... Love you, 3000. Yeah, that's a good way to end, I think. Uh, love you, 3000. Um, yeah, I thank you for <laughs> joining me tonight, Mama K, for this discussion. I yep. think it, this will save us some time when we do uh, when we do uh, Far From Home, so it's not another two and a half hour yep. <laughs> giant ass thing like what it was for Endgame. But, um, nah, we'll, we'll keep it down. We did good with Marvel. Captain Marvel. So. Yeah, but I also don't care. I don't like that movie that much. So. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Bob K, for being on. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. And until next time, uh, this is Brian signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at FilmsWomenPod, and check out our website, FilmsWithTheWomen.Libsyn.com. That's FilmsWithTheWomen.L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening, and enjoy your movies.